Hey old school gamers, this is Bad Mike, otherwise known as Satan, here with the Save for Half podcast. Now that you've cast out the evil sorcerer and taken his treasures and searched his colon for gems, it's time for you to kick back and listen to the Safe a Half Sideshow. The Save for Half Sideshow, where it's all fun and games until somebody takes a four-sider to the eye. Welcome to the Sideshow, folks. And as usual, it's your con men and con w- woman. DM Mike, DM Liz, DM Liz. Oh, you wanted me to say hi. Sorry. Yes. DM Liz. I thought you forgot my name for a second. <laughs> DM Jim. DM Liz. Hi. DM Jim. Hey. And DM Corbett. Rolling initiative. <laughs> and we are cons. And who's a bigger con than Satan? Yo, homies. Oh. <laughs> he's here and he's full of beer. Actually, whiskey, but you know, we'll, well, we'll go. You know. Okay. And we're here to talk North Texas RPG Con 2021. Yes, it's happening. It should be fun because I really am drinking whiskey right now. Listen. <laughs> Let me have another sip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had second shot this week. So second shot, as Liz will tell you, it's, it's you know, things happen. Okay, second it's shot of whiskey or second <laughs> shot? <laughs> oh, no, we're way past that second. We're, we're, we're going to have a th- six or seven shot of that. But no, it's no second shot of a uh, of Vax. So. That, that way your body will make really spiky proteins. <laughs> it hasn't hurt me yet. So listeners, fast forward to the end of the podcast. Listen to Bad Mike there, and then rewind again to see if you can see the degeneration. It's like one of those drinking videos, you know, where they drink and drive videos. Even fine way. Says Nurse Texas are God. I am a fish. Bad Mike after dark. Let's host. Let's have that one. Ironically, the same as Bad Mike before dark. Pretty much, (laughs) Bad Mike at dawn. Yeah, it's always dark at Bad Mike's. (laughs) Whiskey dark. Yes, DM Good Mike. We are having North Texas this year. Although we did, we actually had it last year, but we okay. So we had it, but we asked everybody to stay home. If that makes any sense. We had it, but, but we people said, still but please don't come. Please don't come. But <laughs> we're having it, but you're not invited. <laughs> and it shows you how terrible people are. We had about 70 people show up. So there we go. No, we, we did it local only. We didn't want people to travel, as everybody remember. You know, it was 2020. It was right about when things started getting really bad. And so we, most of our guests are of the older persuasion who are most liable to, you know, 
catch COVID and, and have terrible things happen. So we pretty much told all our special guests to stay home. We did, really didn't want them to come. It wasn't uh, safe. Although Chris Clark came, I, I guess he doesn't pay attention to to whatever. So he came, and I think Diesel was here, but Diesel just drove up from Austin. He's pretty close. And then we just had some locals show up, and we had the whole hotel to ourselves because at that point they had no one else to stay in the hotel. So they're just like, "Hey, here's the whole hotel. You can." So at one point, I walked in the grand ballroom, and there's one table in the middle with six people gaming. I'm like, "That's pretty socially distanced." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we we did have kind of a so we had a bit of a con last year, but it really wasn't. It was more like a game day, I guess you'd say. Everybody just, "Hey, come on up, you know, run some games, hang out, you know, say hi to people." with your mask on all that fun stuff the restaurant was closed at the hotel the bar was closed so it was it was just kind of you know just came up and hang out and played some games because everybody was wanted to see other people but this this is going to be a real a real con like a real little boy it's going to be a real con with with like food and booze food (laughs) yeah we have restaurant we have we have bar and we have restaurant so yes we're going to have uh have a real con this year We're, we're we weren't expecting a lot of people but it's looking like more and more people get their second shot. We're having more people trickle in, more attendees, more people say, hey, guess what? I'm going to come now. And so it's been a lot different because y'all you know, know uh, Mike and Liz have been to every one of our shows. They're two of our staunch supporters. and They've, they've been to all the shows. They um, usually people, games fill up pretty quick and people, you know, we were pretty much hitting our limit of about 500 people pretty early on. Well, this year, uh, I, th- I think we're going to have people trickle in to, to the wire. Uh, I don't think we're going to have 500 people by any means, but I think we're going to have a steady stream of people come in all, you know, until, until June, because as more people get there, I just heard from Kurt Gould yesterday who, who just got his first shot. And so he says he's, he should have his second shot in three weeks. And, and then two weeks after that, he's just, he'd just be in time for him to attend North Texas. So, well, Liz had made it pretty plain that we are going after I got my two shots, we were going no matter what, and I was just kind of crossing my fingers, hoping Liz would get her shots before the con, because I knew it wouldn't make a difference. We'll be both be there anyway. But fortunately, she did get her shots. So great! Yay! No, I was gonna say we, we we've had special get we had a lot of special guests, and in the last couple of weeks, we've had some um, some big names sign up because they finally got their second shot. So just in the last week or so, we've had Zeb Cook and Steve Winter uh, say they're going to show up, which is great because we love those two guys, and obviously we we did not want them to come last year, and and uh, they're definitely coming this year. So um, I'll reach well, our guests part- a little later. So that may be part of what's behind the trickle effect because people are reluctant to say for sure until they know they've got their shot. And once they do, it's exactly. like, well, okay, yeah. I'll go. Yeah. The odds are for those who are, who are among the crowd who are pro science and or anti science. I, I have actually done a lot of number crunching because, you know, running a con, you have to, you don't want to tell people things that aren't true or that could be construed. So I've done a lot of research on shots and the COVID and this and that. And so, once you're vaccinated, your chance of catching COVID is where you is 0.008, which means that you have a 99.992 chance, 2% chance of not catching. So it, people are feeling pretty good about, you know, hey, it's, you, you know, even if you're taking some precautions, wearing a mask, distancing along with the vaccine, you're, you're pretty safe. And so I, I think that's people are starting to realize that the odds are very much with them at this point. Even your saving throws at name level aren't that good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot that, that that's that sure anywhere. 
As, as somebody pointed out, your, your, ch- your, your chance of getting hit by lightning is 1 in 15,000. Your chance of catching COVID, is, if you have your shots, is 1 in 11,000. So it's it's not quite there yet, but we're getting to, you know, getting hit by lightning numbers. So, On the other hand, if you're breaking into an Archwizard's Tower, your chance of getting hit by <laughs> lightning is pretty good, actually. And you're wearing metal armor. Yes, that's not good. And you're on the yeah, top. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, I think roof. Jim could crunch those numbers pretty well. <laughs> well I, I, I lived in Tampa Bay for like eight years, and you know the odds of getting hit by lightning are the same there, but that t- won't stop Tampa golfers from going out and getting hit by lightning <laughs> somehow. What's well, never going to hit them? Come on. They're golfing. And they and say you, we're nuts about our game. And if you get hit once, what are the odds of getting hit a second time? <laughs> so get on out there. Just get it over with. Like in that Just movie, World it. According to Garp, where that yes. plane, they're looking at that house to buy and the plane crashes into it and they immediately go, we'll take it. The chances of another plane hitting it is astronomical. It's actually <laughs> faulty logic because if, you're, if your house gets hit by a plane once, it might be in a flight path. So you, may, you maybe get hit every other year. Yeah, that's, that's not very That logic, logic is exactly how Las Vegas stays in business. <laughs> yes, there you go. You are correct. So what uh, guests are you looking at other than, of course, you know, oh, Steve well, Winter and so, Seth Cook? So last year we had we had freaking frack and nobody. No, I'm just kidding. So last year we didn't really have anybody. Like I said, we suggested most people just stay home and we didn't want our old because we, we skew older. We're we're a uh, RPG <laughs> focused convention and mostly old school games. And so we tend to have some of the founders of the hobby and some of the older people so we we didn't want a lot of older people there obviously but this year oh this year uh, i'm trying to pull up the list right here i'm just i'm vamping to the list comes up here this year we went all out and as the list doesn't appear in my here we go okay i love your guest list because i can even go and still feel like a toys r us kid <laughs> I saw Darlene was going to run some games. Did she get out? Yeah, she was. She was a la- kind of a last minute, like, "Hey, can I come, guys?" And I got my second shot, and we're like, "Of course, you're Darlene, so yes, <laughs> yes, you can come." Well, Chris Holmes um, is going to be there. Yeah, he's he's not actually in our guest list. He, Chris Holmes actually came last year. Interesting, Neil, enough. Yeah, we played in one of his games. Um, I mean, he was there, but yeah. we were Zoom participants right. in his game. And he came on to the show later to talk about it, since he was the only one actually on site. Yeah, that was that was odd. A few of the people we had, we had, because um, Chris, I believe, came from California, right? I think that's where mm-hmm. he lives. And so, yeah. and we had uh, a couple other people that kind of came from far away, which we thought was uh, Levi Combs came, and he was in Colorado, and I was. I was kind of like, well, you know, didn't you feel kind of weird about traveling in COVID? And he's like, oh, you know, and I, you know, there's nobody on the planes. <laughs> so apparently the planes were empty. It's like, I'm, I was the only person on the plane. Aircraft. Yeah. But it, here, here's here's our guest, up-to-date guest list. Uh, this year we're going to have uh, Bill Barsh. Uh, we, we're going to have Eddie Bartlett. Two names you might not recognize, Eddie Bartlett and Matt Gullett. They they actually run the Long Con, which is a con in oh. Longview, Texas. And so we, we kind of do a quid pro quo with them. We have them as special guests in our convention, and we get to be special guests at their convention. You see how it works, kids? <laughs> yeah, that, that's how you get ahead in this business. You you know kiss each other's ass. And no, well, but Bill so Barsh. I know he's coming, but I thought you were going to be special guest. Bill, Bill Barsh, uh, Jason Braun will be there. Uh, ben Burns, Chris Clark, Zeb Cook, Darlene, Matt Finch, Frog God Games, Skeeter Green, Woo-hoo. not of Frog God Games. Uh, Alan Alan Groh and John Hirschberger, 
uh, Alan Hammock, Echo John, uh, Alex Kamer, who runs uh, Gamehole Con, uh, Dave LaForce, Gamehole, Diesel LaForce, uh, Gamehole. Did I say game? Gary? Oh, yeah, Gamehole Con. Steve Marsh will be there. Steve Perrin, uh, Merle Rasmussen, uh, Dr. Scott Robinson, and Dr. Dennis Justere, the creators of Bunnies and Burrows, will both will be there. Uh, Paul Stormberg, Jeff Telanian, Astonishing Swords and Sorcerers, Hyperborea. Tom Wilson, Steve Winter, and our very, very special guest, Liz Stewart and Mike Stewart. And that's that's everybody so far, I think. Unless, unless somebody else has popped up. <laughs> well, so you know, we the bar well, say, say the, the best for last. Well, so Mike and Liz know this. So, so, so Doug, the Doug Ray, the the man I run the convention with, and he 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 pretty much bankrolls the con. I mean, he's he's the you know he's the money man behind this con. He he's he's very weird about certain things, and so it took forever for me to convince him that Mike and Liz were well known enough in the game community to actually be special guests. And y'all probably even know that because I, I I was I was pimping for you guys for years. Like you know we need to have Mike and Liz special guests. I mean I mean they're cheap. They're right down the street. I mean we don't have to pay for them to come. You know to come. <laughs> And he was always like, well, what have they yeah. ever done? I've never, I've never heard I mean, of them. I don't, I don't know. Who are they? You know, like, well, you, you know who they are. They've been at every convention. Don't tell me you don't know who they are. You know, so, and so I think, I think Mike doing Victorious finally pushed him over the edge and, you know, won a three casts award. So I think at that point he couldn't really, you know, he couldn't deny I the suppose. fact that people have actually heard of them. And so now, and he's like cheap. Special guests, yeah, that's the whole thing. He's cheap. I don't understand. I mean, that's what you try to get. It's a cheap guest. You try to get the guy that's already going to be there. A bar tab? <laughs> oh, come on now. Well, now hang, hang on a minute. I, I know Mike is cheap and easy, but I take exception to Liz being called cheap and easy. She's not nope, cheap she's and easy. No, cheap. she's um, she's frugal. She's frugal <laughs> and, and simple. No, simple. That's not a good word. Actually, <laughs> she's cheap. I'm easy. That's been our standard. Oh, you know, nice. Thing. Yeah, that's there true. That is true. When when we were dating back when in our college days, we'd try to figure out well, where do we want to go? And For Mike lunch, would always yeah, dinner. Mike would always say, ah, I'm easy. And my response would always be, okay, which one is the cheapest? So I became cheap and he was easy. So yep. we were cheap and easy. Cheap you know? and easy. Nice. Well, so we've so now now y'all are guests like every year because Doug realized that people have actually heard of you guys and, and you know, like yeah, you know, they did this podcast that that I don't know went like five hundred episodes or whatever. I mean, you know, people <laughs> kind of have heard of them. I mean, for you sort know, of, for the last few of. years. Yeah, yeah. So little, he, yeah. you know, but and he he's I very been... you know. Doug's funny though. He he uh he does not pay pay very much attention to the world of gaming past like nineteen ninety nine. I mean, he doesn't really know what's going on. So I always have to bring him up to date about you know, hey, here's what's going on, and here's who's hot, and here's who's not, and you know, and you guys are absolutely you guys are hot. I mean, you guys are you know absolutely you know burning hot. So yeah, we had to get you a special guest. And you're not just saying that because we pimp the con every year. No, it has nothing to do not with just. <laughs> or or he's six shots into a fifth. <laughs> I love you, man. Well, I do want to say I am very proud to be asked by Skeeter Green to do the layout for his upcoming monster book that he's going to be doing very soon. So, yes, and you did the layout for um, Sorcerer uh, Crypt of Crypt. the Science Wizard. Yeah, you did that too, right? I did Crypt of the Science Wizard, and I'm doing this new one of his, and. I think if anybody knows me from laying out anything, it's probably either the 
either the Bunnies and Burrows book that Frog God put out a few years ago or the Crusader magazines. Well, see, you're like a violation of that sign in the auto mechanics because you're good, cheap, and easy. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so yes, we, we we will be there with special guests and fun and games and we're we're thinking we usually have a cutoff of about 500 this year we're we're look i think we're we're going to be happy to have double what we had last year which is like you know 150 i I think now we're trending over 200 maybe even 250 we're we're not going to be as much as we would in a normal year still because you know people are still getting their shots and and obviously there's issues like you know kids really can't get shots yet so hey i want to come and bring the family what do i do well i mean if you want to bring your kids you can bring your kids but you know Obviously, they're not going to be vaccinated. But really, that's that's great in a way because it'll make it like uh, North Texas Con one, two, and three when they were that size. Right. Yeah, because we this is not for those who who don't know much about North Texas RPG Con. We're we're not a money making venture. We've never made money. We probably never will make money. I mean, I guess we sold the rights someday. We'll make money. That's about it. Because to the movie, uh, we're not a <laughs> yeah to the, to the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Who's gonna play Mike and Liz? Let me think. Of. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and no. Um, well, who play me yeah. though? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think. That's what I, I got stumped at that one. No, but the so, part so, of Bad so, Mike will be played by Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still alive, then yeah, maybe that would be great. That would be. Great. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let the Patch Man play me. I was he's thinking big. Nick. He's, he's a I good Nick saver. Cage. I'm going to hold out for Nick Cage. He would be over the top enough to play me. That would be perfect. They work it into his movie schedule of 25 movies a year. Yeah, they'll 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 work it in. They'll work. It in. Yes, I'll play Bad Mike in the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nick's gonna be awesome. Yes, we're still selling tickets. We're not sold out. We were probably not going to sell out. So if anybody's interested, we're in the DFW area. We're at the uh, the Weston DFW Airport Hotel, which is right north of DFW Airport, off of 114. So if you're in the HEB Dallas Worth area, it's very close. Um, it's going to be Thursday through Sunday, although we do have a pre-con get it on Wednesday night when you can come up for free. You don't have to pay. You just go a free convention. Just walk up and hang out for free. And then if you like it, then buy a ticket. But we're, I think our, we don't have an early bird rate anymore, but the, it's, it's really cheap guys. It's like $80 for the weekend, which is, which is dirt cheap for cons nowadays. You, if you look and see what cons are charging. And by the way, I found out something disturbing that I read an article recently that cons are going to start uh, charging more to make up for the missing last year due to COVID. And so I've heard there's going to be some huge raises in hotel or in, um, in con rates. We're not going to, we have the same price we've always had, which is $80. And I think I think each day you can go go for just one day for four. I think it's forty and thirty dollars for for Sunday. So if you just want to show up for one day, maybe Friday or Saturday, most of the games we have right now are are pretty full. We have a we have pretty good variety of games. Mostly it's old school type stuff. We do have a lot of fifth edition. We've got some war games. Oh, I hear some noise in the background. Is that a baby or is that a cat? Oh, it's a cat. It's a kitty it's, cat. It's my baby cat. <laughs> That's Messalina, the fifth uh, say for halfling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wants to be. A, she wants to t- rook my time away from guy. me. <laughs> Damn it! No cats taking my spotlight. You're not the boss of Messi. None of us are the boss of Messi. Comes to cats, nobody is. Yes, but yes. So, so we we still have tickets, and um, everything's free right now. We we do charge for tickets up until April fifteenth, but April fifteenth having passed, all tickets are free. Games are pretty full but we have games uh, this year because everybody's a li- running a little later 
we're going to have games up until the last week being listed online on tabletop events. If you go to tabletop okay. events, put in NTRPG con, you'll see the con. It'll pop up. We'll have it in the show notes. Uh, speaking of tickets, though, how is the fill up for the bidding pit for the Saturday night auction? So this is something that I, for- I forgot that Doug was going to charge tickets for because um, up till now, we've just had first come, first serve when it comes to the Saturday auctions. We, we have a regular auction, which is the regular, which is, you know, like, I think about five or six, and, and it goes about two hours, and most of the money goes to benefit the con, and we auction a lot of rare stuff off. But we also have a midnight auction, which is after after midnight, obviously, on Saturday night, and uh, everybody sees themselves. But the last one we had, 2019, was was ridiculous i mean it was so full there's people hanging off the roof i mean you know, it was just you know submarines were you know going underground I mean, it was <laughs> it was it was insane so we said you know we were actually we, we broke fire code that day we you know we can't do this we can't have so we so 2020 which was going to be a regular year we we started saying look we're going to have it in the grand ballroom and we're going to we're going to charge for the first two rows because i don't know why you think it's a special occasion for be up close when satan does his his auction, but apparently people do because we sold a bunch of tickets. Well, obviously we didn't really have, we did have a midnight auction last year, but I think we had about 10 people there. It was just everybody at the con that was there, you know, showed up and, and just kind of hung out. But this year we're actually, yeah, we actually sold tickets and I, I haven't looked at it. You, you may know more about it than I have if you actually glance the page. Well, but listen, I, it's too, it's probably too late to change things for this year. But in the future, I'd like a policy. I don't care how many people come to the midnight auction as long as you don't let in Bill Webb and Guppy. <laughs> well, Bill Webb, well, Bill Webb. Because the midnight auction is for those of us that don't have thousands of dollars <laughs> to rain down like hellfire. Well, well half of it, we, I can. Every time can, we see the one judge's guild thing, we didn't have. I can help you out with half of that because Bill will not be here this year. So there you go. Bill's not. So Bill's not showing up. <laughs> oh, wow. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm. I think Guppy is showing up. So yes, he will be throwing money around like the rest of us throw breath mints around. But. Um, <sighs> But it'll it'll be fun. Yeah, we've already we've got some good skits for the midnight auction. For those that don't know, and I don't know how you would know by this point, but I I dress up like the devil and I make fun of everybody, and we we just have a great time. I I have two devilettes, um, Jen Glazer and Jen Green, Skeeter, Skeeter or Zach and Skeeter's wives are dress up like devilettes, and they help me. And it's just it's just we just have a great time. It's it's just it's one of those wind down the con type things. You know, in the old days they had the they used to have the dance. I don't know if you ever. With, you guys probably went to comic cons like in the 80s or mm-hmm. you know, early 90s. They would always have that like a dance or something on mm-hmm. Saturday night or, you know, whatever. I just basically get S faced and, you know, masquerade. Kind, yeah. yeah. All kinds of crazy things. You try to make out with the hot girl that was cosplaying and she'd slap you, you know, all, all that fun stuff. I don't know <laughs> if it's fair to say you you dress as Satan because that's like the whole Kill Bill conversation <laughs> between Spider-Man and Superman. I think I think the midnight auction is where you just take your Mike Battalato suit off. Well, you could be getting philosophical on us here, and I like that about you, Jim. That you could, that you go get deep like that. <laughs> but it's it's true. So, but anyway, we we do that, and um, it's it's fun, and we have and we have a great time. As a matter of fact, Zach and I were just working out a skit in our, last night, and he called me at ten thirty at night, laughing so hard he couldn't breathe with some ideas. And we both stood up, stayed up about thirty more minutes, and just were laughing. It, it's going to be pretty good this year. We got some stuff worked out. And and he was just throwing me ideas. I was catching them, throwing some back, and we were laugh. We were laughing pretty hard. So we doesn't involve your brother and speedos again, does it? 
we would have never laughed if that was the case. We would have have been laughing. So yes, my brother, my brother, he will show up in speedos. He did. He showed up last year in a speedo. There's a, there's a picture of me looking the other way as he walks through the ballroom door in a speedo for all 10 people there. You know, yeah, can't get that. Yeah, you you can pull your Wait, eyes out. Wait, I thought out. we were encouraging people to attend. Let's yeah. <laughs> so so it sounds like you're going to have both your devilettes there. Yeah, the devilettes will be there, and they're all excited. They're very excited because they they're they're really half the show too. I mean, everybody does their part. It's it's we have a great time. This will be the the first real the time we really have it in the ballroom. So, um, I think it'll work out pretty good. It was fun to have it in the other room because it was kind of like you could look in the back and see everybody, and, you, and it just gave you, gives it gives you kind of a rush when you're up stage like I am. And then, oh, and I got my buddy Lloyd there, Lloyd Metcalf, and he is supposed to come. Now, the reason I say he's supposed to come is because he's Lloyd Metcalf, and if something could go wrong, it'll go wrong. And Lloyd is driving from Maine, so I, I see lots of potential landmines there. He'll probably end up uh, in Tennessee, tied up to some hillbilly's uh, pot-bellied stove. Exactly. I got to tell you something I didn't tell you. I mean, Tim Cask and I both looked at you know getting through an airport, and we're we're not there yet. So you know, even though Doug graciously invited us both, we couldn't. But I went all the way to Amtrak to try and figure out a way to get down there. And if I had nineteen hundred dollars and thirty-four hours to get there one way, I could <laughs> get a sleeper yeah. car. To Dallas, Texas. Yeah, the ra- railroad is not cheap in this country, sadly. And I, th- I think also... But the point is, I looked. I tried. Yeah, yeah you you were... Yeah, you... Well, I mean, Lloyd's trying. He just doesn't... He just wants to drive because he wants to film into some kind of a... a po- I don't know. He wants to make money as a film auteur or something. And this is going to be his amateur film. And he's going to film actually going to going to North Texas Con. And, you know, it's going to take him a week. Well, and if the journey's part of it, I can, I can understand that. I mean, I don't... Uh, Agree I mean, with it, but I understand it. You know. yeah. Lloyd's, Lloyd's got away, though. I like his odds because he's had so much bad luck recently. It's like he <laughs> soaked it all up now. He should have good good chances. That's one way of looking like that. at it. That's a great way of looking he's, at it. He's filming it. Nothing bad will happen. You know, It'll just <laughs> right. be completely uneventful and boring because he's filming. Oh God! Well, that would make a good movie. Then come on, man. He's, it's got to be like Descent. Why or it would happen that way? You know, he's going to fall like, into a hole in the earth and battle troglodytes like Descent. I mean, you know, it's a you know he'll get he'll get attacked by Hell's Angels that'll run yeah. him off the road and then force him to run D and D for them for the weekend. If it'll he be wants like a good yeah. movie, he should just fly Zach and Bad Mike up to him and then drive down with them. And oh, film no. no, I'm not. No, oh I'm yeah, not do that. Not doing that. No. Although I would drive well, to Maine if I had the time, but yeah. Speaking of vehicles, are there going to be any uh, food trucks this year? Yes, there will be. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Mike. Uh, it's almost like I no, we didn't actually plan that, but no, there <laughs> there will be. So last year, one of the great things was one of the, the the bad things was when we get there, they said, by the way, there's no restaurant or bar this year because we're we're working on it because they took the time out from COVID closing everything to say, hey, let's remodel the entire hotel. So of course we so we had three food trucks last year. We're going to have two this year. One's a brunch truck. Now, the the good taco truck that was there two years ago that was also there last year, they're not going to be there. Unfortunately, they had another engagement. But we had a brunch truck there last year that was really good. They're coming back. And then I can't remember the other one. Doug found another one. We had a coffee truck last year there last year, which was really good. But I don't think they're going to be there. So we have one Starbucks should be open. 
the Starbucks should be open. I know Liz was very, very anxious to hear the news on that, and I was—I felt bad I couldn't give her a definitive answer because I don't know. But uh, I would assume they're we, serving coffee at some. I was going to say we we need coffee. I was really excited about the prospect of a coffee truck, yeah, and then to hear that it's probably not going to be here this year. But the brunch truck, I think I heard, would also be selling serving coffee I, I think so and they, they were really good last year they had some pretty tasty little items and I, I don't know who the who the new one is I'll have to I'll have to run that by Doug and see I I'm sure he told me and I've already forgotten but but yes we'll and have it's a, just plain coffee two. we're looking for we're not latte bate gate zate well but you know these white <laughs> people nowadays the they have to serve latte bate dati otherwise nobody will come they don't you know nobody just does black coffee anymore it's got to be all fancy fancy schmancy <sighs> up so uh for 20 bucks. Hey, listen, a chai latte extra dirty will get you going in the morning, too. Man, that's worm tainted. <laughs> <laughs> this is worm tainted. Well, I'm probably going to have a lot of people writing in indignantly, but I really don't like Starbucks coffee. I think it's too bitter, and mm-hmm. I just, I dislike it greatly. I'm with so you, Liz. If, it's not if I want to have anything from Starbucks, I've got to have all the creamer and other stuff added to it just to make it palatable to me. Yeah. It's not my first choice, but grad school helped cure me of my problem with Starbucks. I can drink it. You know, it's not my first choice, but if that's what's available, I'll sling it back. So there will be coffee. QT coffee's not bad. I like, I'll I'll have some QT chocolate coffee every once in a while. But yeah, Starbucks is all burnt and nasty. It's nasty stuff. I'm with you, Liz. Say, Mike, hmm? on the uh, in the no bad Mike. He <laughs> <laughs> can talk to you anytime. Hey, you gotta specify. Say, say, bad Mike. The last few cons or all the cons you've run that sad old tired game B one in search of the unknown. <laughs> so this year, I expect now that you're cleaning the slate. <sighs> what's your plans? Well, that's that's <laughs> interesting you say that because I've actually got a lot of so. Last year, I did. We did so. So I've been running B one in Search of the Unknown, which is my favorite adventure of all time. I've been running it since um, the second year of the con. I think Liz has played in two or three. Yeah, two or three of my games. Of yeah, this I, year you're actually, I think you've done three. Five-y. You've done three <laughs> actually. Um, no, I do BX. But last year we did something a little different. I, I ran my home campaign, which is Greg Gillespie's uh, uh, High Fell. So we had the, all our regulars there, our four regulars, and the people who signed up for the game got to play their first level hirelings, which was and it was hilarious. So they 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 wrote a first level characters and the and the uh, higher level regular characters. So it was really it was part of the regular campaign, and they got to go in a dungeon. And of course, the last room had a deck of many things, which of course my all my <laughs> players said we're not touching that. And all the one shot guys said we're drawing as many cards as we can draw, and they all got destroyed, which is hilarious. So, but this you know I thought about it this year, and and this is going to sound weird, but I'm actually not running any games this year. I did I, I thought. I was going to run because I thought, well, I'll run B1 or, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll just do what I did last year. That was pretty fun too. But then I thought, because Wednesday night, um, so I'm also part of a podcast called Talking Crit with Eric Tankar of Tankar's Tavern. And we do a show every Wednesday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, so it's on um, it's on this crazy thing called YouTube. If you check it out and put in Tankar's Tavern, you'll find us there. But and we talk what is about this YouTube you speak of. <laughs> this is my this is my I'm going to I'm going to pimp this whole show. I'm going to pimp me. This whole show. <laughs> <clears throat> so we're going to be doing that Wednesday night. So Wednesday night I'll be busy. and I'm going to have my booth this year. I did not have a booth last year. I'll have my booth again this year. 
There's a lot of new stuff in there. So I'll be working the booth. Um, the grandson will be there helping me out. I just thought, you know, I haven't, and then of course, Saturdays, all auctions all day long, all kinds of stuff. And I just thought, you know, I haven't seen everybody in, in, pretty much two years i just want to get out and just talk to people and and see what everybody's been up to you know since covid happened and you know just there's so many people that that i see because before this happened um i also work do customer service for frog eye games and um i was going to gary con and total con and game hole con and reaper con and long con and i was hitting a lot of cons well we went cold turkey with covid and I, i didn't go to any cons in the last you know, year and a half. And so I didn't get to see these people that I always get to see, you know, there's some guys you just, you see, you know, like, you know, like Jim, I can see Jim when I go to cons, Hey, there's Jim Wampler, you know? And, and so I'll see Jim. Dude, I feel you. I'm the most, I'm the most introverted individual God ever put on the planet, except for Jolly Blackburn. But like these virtual cons, you get on a panel and suddenly I see everybody's faces. And I'm like, Oh my God, I miss everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, I just felt, you know, I, I'll just take a rest one this year. I'm going to uh, just do a lot of schmoozing on this will be the first Thursday night I've had off in 12 years, 13 years. So I'm, I'm just going to hang out. Uh, I've never actually experienced a Thursday night without a game since our second year. And this will be our 13th year. So I'm just going to hang out and say hi to people and, and, you know, what's, what's up with people I haven't seen in a year and a half. And I, I know it's weird. And Doug was mad because, you know, he gets, we get paid, we get $5 a seat for the games that go on sale before April 15th. And my game always sells out. So, you know, that was like $40 in his pocket. He didn't get this year. So he was pissed. <laughs> but other than that, no, I, you know, I just, I, I would just want to take a little break and, um, I just mostly wanted to just hang out and talk to people. I mean, that, Jim and I talk about that a lot. We had Jim and our Jim on our show talking creative, you know, about a month ago as part of the total con festivities. And, and that's what we miss. You know, we miss just doing that, just the hangout after, after, you know, after all the games are over and you all go to the bar and you hang out and talk and, you know, just that that's the kind of thing you really miss from the con, you know, that and probably the dealer's room are the two big things I miss, you know, I mean, virtual cons are great, but you just don't have that hands-on experience, you know. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because we should pimp that aspect too. There is a there is simultaneous to the in-person North Texas Con a virtual one, and they have separate entries in tabletop events. So you're still still doing so you're still doing virtual games. I know because I'm running one. Right, and, and that was something that that Doug was very adamant we were never going to have at our con. No virtual gaming. I said, you know, every, everybody, it's 2020. Everybody has virtual gaming now. It's and so we had virtual gaming last year, and it worked really well because. The, and I think it worked because we were totally hands off. <laughs> Dude, I like, know. Oh, I got, I got the email from Doug. Going, yeah, I got the email from Doug. Would you be willing to run virtual games? I'm like, hell yeah, holy crap! Because yep. you know, if if you're out there and you're not situ, I'm so jealous of everybody that's going in person. It's a, you know, all my friends are going to be there. But if you can't, if you're like me and you can't be there, you still have a way to participate. Right. And and so we had some, we had some great, uh, Bill Webb would be running a virtual game. Jim's running one. Uh, Tim Cass is running one or two. He may be running two. Oh, who else? We had a few other virtual games. It might be three or four. It may may be more than that. You're right. Tim's Tim's a maniac. That we, we had some play, you know, people last year that we received some really, really good feedback about virtual gaming because we had never had it before last year. And we had some very heartfelt messages from people that were like, you know, I'm really glad you did virtual gaming because I've always wanted to go to North Texas you know, but I live in Alaska or California or Australia, and I was never able to go. And then this year, I was able to Germany. Yeah, I was able to participate. And, you know, we thought, well, people were going to be tired of online gaming and virtual gaming because everybody's been doing it the last year. But no, people, sometimes that's the only way they have to participate. That's, you know, 
we have to cater to those people too. And, and so we're like, so I, 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 cause I was like, well, nobody's signing up for virtual game. Nobody, nobody's told me they're going to run a game. I'm like, just calm down, big guy. We'll, we'll get there. And so he finally opened up the virtual gaming and boom, we have a whole bunch of games listed. And so, yes, we will have a virtual gaming track. I don't know. I don't know what the tickets are to that. I, I know we have, they're going to cost something, but I don't think it's going to be very expensive. Our car con is actually pretty, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say. Not, not cheaply priced, but we're, we're, we're affordable. Reasonable. We're very affordable when it comes to most cons. So um, do you think you guys are going to do virtual gaming going forward from now on? I think as long as Doug doesn't have to do a lot with it, because Doug, Doug really doesn't get virtual gaming. I think as long as, as people just handle it themselves, which people can do at this point, by the way. It's very easy to just say, hey, I've got a game. Uh, and there's so many clients nowadays, too. I mean, there's... Oh my gosh! There's there's Zoom and there's Twitch and there's Discord and you know there's all this stuff. So we just tell people, look, just list your game, tell people where to meet you, when to meet you, and then we'll just go from there. And I think as long as we can keep it that easy to where we don't have to do a lot of work with it, yeah, we'll we'll have mm-hmm. it from from here on out. I, I don't know why we it's, wouldn't. It's clearly the future because once all this pandemic stuff is done and over, that'll be a permanent component of the new model. There's a new model. Like when it all settles out, do we go back to the old way or is there a new model? I think. There's going to be a new model. Well, People that doesn't it isn't either or either. You know, you can do yeah. both. Yeah, right, I think right. Yeah, you're right. Because because people are really missing face to face stuff. But I think people. Especially people that don't – well, I'll give you an example. Um, it's just broadening your office. Given yeah. the choice, we'd all be there face-to-face, right. but some people can't. Well, we'll give you an example. Like people overseas can't come to our con. Uh, uh, the Canadians that usually come to our con, Greg Gillespie's been trying to get here for a month. He's not going to make it. They, they've shut their borders down hard. Uh, Europe is the same way. Europe, you still have to uh, quarantine. I mean, so we're not having any of our um, out-of-country visitors this year. None of the people we usually – we get people from Canada. We get people from the UK. We get people from Europe. None of those people can make it here this year. So, yeah, that's, it's for them, it's, it's a way to still participate in the fun. It's um, money in the door, and some people, and some like think of, think in terms of Gary Con, where they're topped out at what Lake Geneva will hold. Okay, well now they can open it up and get a couple thousand more people virtually. Oh, I know, I, I agree. I, I don't know what their numbers were this year. I haven't talked to Luke in the past few weeks, but I, I think they did just fine. And I think people are still willing to to game online if if it's if it's that or nothing. Sure, you rather game on. You rather game you know at some point if it's that or i hate nothing. to get all entrepreneurial about it but i mean if it's more money in the door for doug what's yeah yeah he, he's just you know doug's very old school about stuff and he for him conventions are are face to face and that's just the way he he does things and and so we're kind of trying to say well you know but everybody's doing this now and they like it he just doesn't understand why somebody would like that because it's not him you know like what well, i wouldn't like that well but yeah but you know it's not you. I, it's I not understand you. that. I'm kind of the same way about actual play podcasts. I totally don't understand it, but people love them. So, you know, I'm not going to grump on anybody's fun, but yeah, I, I don't get it myself. So wait a minute. Now, now I've got an idea. In 2022, Mike, you live stream your B1 game and turn it oh, into a boy. show. Boy, that would be the most boring show An actual ever. play that oh, people my. can watch. <laughs> None of us will watch it. Yeah. (laughs) So if you look on YouTube, this is a true story here, kids. If you look on YouTube, there is, I think about six or seven years ago, Doug taped a lot. We we had cameras set up around the con and we taped a lot of games. My B1 game from that year featuring Liz Stewart and some other people. 
is actually up on YouTube. I, I don't know the exact co uh, keyword you'd use to get there, but it is it is actually on YouTube. It's probably from about six or seven years ago. If we can and find so, it, we'll stick it in the show it, notes. It probably says B1. I don't even know what to say. Nortex is B1 or NTR, but you're on B1. But, oh, but it, it's one of the it. games. <laughs> See, it wasn't that hard. There you go. Bad Mike's B1 D&D oh, game. Featuring well, this Liz is only, It's only a short clip, this oh, one. Okay. One minute and eight seconds. Oh, no. So we have a link when you have a chance, Liz. Oh, no. It's a, okay. We have the full game. I've seen it. It's It's the full game. I think it's in two parts. And there might only be one part up there, but I, I know there was two parts at one point. But yes, it's it's on YouTube somewhere. So so if you can if you can watch that and not fall asleep, you know, more power to you. But uh, okay, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what happens. What happens? But yeah, we we, we just watch the part where Glenn Halstrom loses his guard dog. <laughs> and, then, and that will happen. Dead. Yes, that will happen within five minutes of us starting. Uh, Glenn's very famous for 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 hiring a dog and the dog getting killed in the way in the door. So. Okay, well, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap things up? Let's see. <laughs> Corbett, are you coming this year, or what's what's your situation? You've already I had my ticket. Oh, okay, there we go. I like I buy that. my ticket every. Well, no, I, I was going to say you always buy a ticket. <laughs> no, no, I realized I didn't buy one last year, and we all know uh, what happened last year, so I can't let that happen again. And, and by the way, if you if, only um, you, Corbett, <laughs> only you. And by the way, we roll over tickets. It, we we have one of the best policies in the business, which is if you can't come, uh, we keep record that you bought a ticket, and anytime you come back, that ticket is good. We don't have cutoff dates. We don't have. So Jesus, Corbett, you could take the whole family this time. Then you must have a bunch of those piled up. <laughs> <I> might. <laughs> I don't know. I got a, I got a, I got a couple things on fire right now. But uh, yeah, I might. I might. <laughs> that would be cool. Do it. Do it. Well, well, Do we it. Had, we did. We have had people that bought a ticket, you know, six or seven years ago, and they're like, "Hey, man, I bought a ticket back in 2000, you know, 12." I'm like, "Hey, we got, we have it. Yep, you're, you're, you're good to go." And they just can't believe it. But yes, we, we will. Um, roll you over. I mean, it's just a good policy. You know, it's, it's, it's much easier to do that than it is to. You know, say, oh, sorry, you know, you didn't get to come. I mean, because usually when people don't get to come, it's not their fault. It's either the weather was bad or there was an illness. Most of the time it's an illness. Somebody's sick. And so it's hard to, you know, give somebody a kick in the jewels and say, oh, by the way, you also lost your ticket, dude. So, yeah, we, we, we honor those. And we've had, we've, like I said, we've had people from years past come and they can't believe we still have those. But we, we will roll your ticket over. So if you buy a ticket, it's you're not going to ever lose that space you will always be able to come to the con we had some you people guys have always uh, run the con like that i mean yeah. you have a cap right uh, like sure under normal years no more than this but if somebody shows up on saturday and wants to buy a badge you sell it to them well we have a we have a hard cap of 500 we, we've gotten close before but uh, you know honestly you don't ever really have 500 people there at once i, I mean that's how con, the dirty little secret of conventions are when they say you know we had 3,000 people well they didn't have 3,000 people there all at the same time they had you know that's who they had a rolling total all through the con and so yeah we can usually accommodate people the the one problem we had i think about two or three, it was two or three years ago people got there and there wasn't any games they're like well and so Doug, what he did was he let them in for free because there was any, it was like, well, we don't have any open games. All the games were full. Like every game was full and they were getting there on Saturday going, Hey, can I, 
can I get in? Well, we weren't going to charge him forty dollars to, you know, walk around and not get to walk games, around so the dealer room. <laughs> oh, no. so we just <laughs> to said, go look, shopping in the dealer it, room. It worked out pretty good though because I think they did all find games because we do have a lot of pickup games. We have one of those, you know, game game bulletin boards where you can put up a game if you're running. So we we have a lot of people yeah. that just do last minute, you know, pickup games, and and we do board games. To, you know, we'll have we have like a board game library that's very small. It's that's that what I'm saying. Fun. It's a nice hometowny old school convention, yeah. like. Like if you're running games, you guys aren't obsessed with ticket collection and all that stuff. Or like you, you, you get banned from Gen Con for that. But you guys, like if I'm running a game and somebody walks in and wants to, you know, you got an extra chair, sure, and nobody cares. Yeah, there's Have very few games that'll that'll say no. I mean, I've only, I know I think Errol Otis is one of the few that's like, this is it, six people, that's it, no more. And but you know, there's there's very few people like that. Most people are like, yeah, yeah, pull up a chair, we're okay. Or, and you always have people not show up too. That's the thing is, you know, you we've had people over the years that they had a full game and then come time to play the game, two people are there and like, oh, I need people now because half the people didn't show up for one reason or another. So yeah, there's there's always them to get in there and if nothing else you can always walk around or just or just have a pickup sit down at a pickup game there's there's always something for the, to do I mean, hell if there's nothing else just go sit there and talk and hang out with the special guests i mean there's always special guests just wandering around you know not doing anything and I, i've had you some of the always... best conventions in my life or, or best conversations in my life in north texas just you know sitting down just talking to alan hammock or errol otis or you know jeff easley or you know somebody like that oh and speaking of so so errol couldn't make it this year jeff couldn't make it but jeff is still painting us a painting this year and his uh so every year he paints us a painting during the weekend and we auction it off on saturday and if you ever want to see what true talent looks like check out what this guy can do in three days it's it's ridiculous i mean he 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 has just some amazing paintings and so we're gonna have have that i think we're gonna have him painting it on discord we did that last year too and you can you can we do have a discord let, let me see if i can have my discord's address here because we do have a Discord that is hardly ever updated, because it's it's Doug's Discord, not mine, so I don't care. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, put it in the show notes. We do have a Discord page. There is some news there. Uh, we're going to have uh, easily painting his painting on there. We'll probably have uh, auction updates, the live auction on Saturday. We'll have updates there, too. We had to run the auction on Discord last year. It was fun. That was fun, he said ironically unironically yeah <laughs> all right well thanks for coming on to the show letting well, us for know guys. what's Great. coming on as you can tell i'm excited man i could i couldn't stop talking i mean i'm just i'm so i'm just so pumped to actually have in-person gaming after a year and a half i'm i'm just i'm absolutely I'm, stoked i i'm really excited too <laughs> it's like like you i was i went cold turkey for conventions and i i'm ready to come back so you heard it here first, folks. North Texas is coming up and Satan is excited. <laughs> we'll okay, see you in June. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, and, and Kitty Cat, too. See ya. <laughs> see ya. Free Arc 2021. Coming up. Bring on your Podcast is a production of the Mud Puppy Games Network and the Gagman Podcast. The Save for Half theme music is provided by the band Mississippi Bones. You can find them at mississippibones.bandcamp.com. All player characters mentioned in this podcast are fictional, and any resemblance to PCs living or dead is purely coincidental. No NPCs were armed in the making of this podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Save for Half.